Welcome to the Blue Spring Out Loud podcast. My name is Harold Buckner and I lead business consulting for Blue Spring Wealth Partners. And today I'm joined by Karen Cunningham, founder of Oklahoma Financial Center, and Porter Cunningham, who's a vice president, financial advisor, and Karen's partner in leading the business. And today we're going to learn about the efforts that they've taken over the past 18 months to structure their team for the next phase of rapid growth and the importance of building culture in a high-performing team. Porter and Karen, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Karen, why don't you start us out and tell us a little bit about Oklahoma Financial Center and uh, a little bit about your background. Thanks, Harold. So uh, Oklahoma Financial Center was formed in 1987 in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, by my then-husband and I. And we were at the forefront of the industry in the sense that we were became a registered investment advisor in 1987 and started charging fees in 1987. And we didn't really have a vision at that point in time of what we wanted to be or grow to. We just knew that coming from our backgrounds in the life insurance industry, that we wanted to uh, put the clients first. And so we started from there and started adding partners and people and staff. And here we are in 2023. And when we and Porter was actually born in 1987. So he's kind of been a member of the firm from the inception, I guess you could say. Wow. Thank you. Hey, Porter, share a little bit about your background and your decision to join the business. Yeah, thanks, Harold. So as you just heard, uh, I came around this earth in 1987, um, but I got an industrial engineering degree from OU. I graduated in 2010. Um, I spent almost seven years in manufacturing at uh, a couple of different spots, um, went from a small family-owned company to a large public traded company and all uh, places in between. And, um, you know, after about almost seven years of that and, and dealing with the bureaucracy and buyout, and I, I kind of knew that um, I was always going to be able to do things better, um, smarter, faster than my boss. And when I had that conversation with Karen, um, she kind of realized that I had that entrepreneurial mindset. Um, and she invited me to come be a part of the team and, and solve problems like I had always done, but solve a different kind of problem and, and work closely with people and also, to some extent, be able to, to be my own boss. So that's how I found myself here today. That's awesome. And right. at that point in time, uh, his dad and my husband had left the firm, so it was just me. Uh, we had had an, uh, some turnover in terms of advisors, so uh, I was looking for the potential for a succession and for another advisor. So that's where the conversation really started from. Oh. So let's answer the question that everybody's most interested in. What's it like working with a family member? Well, I think, again, I, I think we've so I go back and say that since my husband and I started the firm, we really worked as family members then. So we, have, we had the adage that um, we picked up the business at the door and we left the business at the door for the most part in that regard. And we didn't bring, try to bring the personal into the business and we didn't try to take the business into the personal. So I think uh, having, uh, you know, 
20 some odd years of knowing that and learning how to navigate that gave us the ability to uh, navigate it through a mother-son relationship in that as well. And I think as long as you do that and you keep it business and personal, um, it's been fabulous. And I would add to that, I, I think the word that I had written down is complimentary. Um, you know, I, I bring a different perspective to a lot, a lot of the parts of the business, our client base, the way we manage our team. Um, and so we, it allows us to play good cop and bad cop with uh, our vendors, our clients, our team members, um, even our friends at, at uh, Kester and Blue Spring at times. So, Complimentary is a terrific word. From the outside looking in, you guys do a tremendous job of working together, challenging each other when it's time to challenge each other and kind of pushing each other forward. So it's, it's been wonderful to, to be able to work with both of you along the way. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's uh, let's rewind back about let's call it 24 months, and so give yourselves a chance to kind of get in the mindset of 24 months ago, kind of what you were seeing in the business, uh, your aspirations, and kind of vision for taking the business through the next phase of growth. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you were thinking 24 months ago, and uh, kind of your view on the business and what you wanted to do next. Do you want to start? Yeah, um, you, 24 months ago puts us right in the middle of a, a really big transition um, for the firm, which the big transition really wasn't my addition. It was some, uh, some things that were happening um, with our supporting team, you know? And, and we were right in the middle 24 months ago of losing um, about 40 years of experience mm -hmm. uh, from three team members that mm -hmm. um, were no longer a part of our team. Um, and it happened pretty quickly within a span of, of about 10 months. Um, so anybody who's in the in industry knows that um, smaller firm losing that much experience very quickly, uh, it, it makes you scramble. Uh, and so we were, we were scrambling for sure. Um, it, was, it was hard for us at that point in time to focus on asset growth when we were spending our time learning how to process checks or send out distributions to clients or enter trades or um, you know all of the other things that go along with servicing existing clients so so we needed to to rebuild that team and we needed to do it in a hurry yeah to give you a little bit more in-depth perspective um, we lost our COO who'd been with the firm for 25 years we lost our uh, executive admin, insurance desk, um, client-facing person who'd been with us 14 years. And we lost our uh, senior client service associate uh, who was opened all the accounts and did all the transactions of 11 years. And we did, we lost all of that in about 15 months. And we kind of, Porter and I kind of looked at each other and said, okay. I always felt like, and I told him, I said, you know, to a certain degree, the last thing I wanted to do was have to rebuild a team. That was not what I had in the cards. Uh, but I also knew that, uh, I told him, I said, you gotta flip the script and you gotta look at it as an opportunity. And you gotta look at it as an opportunity to build a new team. And I also told him, I said, because at the end of the day, this is gonna be his team, it's not gonna be my team. So we need to build the team for his next 30 years of growth, 
not my next 30 years of growth. That was my team that walked out the door. This needs to be his team. And so um, we just, you know, worked a lot of hours. I learned a lot of things that I didn't want to learn, but that I wound up learning and, um, and looked at it as an opportunity to really take it and redefine what we wanted the firm to look like moving forward. What you didn't lose was your, was your vision and your passion for the business. And, you know, thinking back on the discussions we had during that time frame, that was something that kind of carried through. And I know during the difficult times, uh, you both really rallied around that. So Porter, can you talk a little more about kind of the vision for the business? And again, going back 18, 24 months and putting yourself in that mindset and how you approached it. Yeah, we, we had to get really intentional about what we wanted um, our business to be and what we wanted to do. And I think um, one thing that Karen did really well in her 30 plus years experience is, is build the firm from a grassroots level. Um, eventually in this industry and it really with, with any, uh, any business that you have, it gets to a point where uh, the founder and the leader has to build out a very rigid support structure underneath. And that's not something that we had. So with this turnover, it gave us an opportunity to say, okay, we're gonna have to bring in new people who might even be new to the industry and have no idea what they're doing. So we're gonna have to build in training. We're gonna have to build in processes so that they know what to do in each situation as much as possible. Um, and, and make sure that in the future, if this happens again, if we have to plug and play new team members, um, every time we replace someone or someone walks out the door, we don't have to scramble to to do all that over again. Um, so, you know, to give some examples of that and, and some of the things that we, you know, we really love partnering with, with Blue Spring and Kester on is um, investment management, fee minimums, um, other long time, long, long held processes that maybe we need to take a new look at and say, okay, this is the way we did things in the past, but is there a better way to do this that will allow for the next generation of growth for the firm? Um, and with our new team on board, now we've kind of gotten to sit down together as a team, include them in, okay, here's what's happened over the last two years. Now, what do you guys want to see happen over the next 20, 25, 30 years? Got it. Let's talk a little bit about kind of structuring the team to align with your vision. Uh, you talked about from a process standpoint, being able to kind of thoughtfully document processes, uh, think a little bit about the, the business model itself and how you operated. But what was important to you about the team and who you were going to bring on uh, as new players within the organization, new team members, and aligning them with the, with the vision and starting to build a culture? Yeah, we, we knew, um, Karen has always said that this industry traditionally is a lot of older white men. And we knew that we wanted our team to not reflect that. We wanted our team to be a diverse team. Um, we believe having a diverse team makes you more successful, brings a lot more viewpoints into it, allows you to serve clients in a lot more ways. Um, and we wanted it to be a long-term team. We, we didn't want people walking out the door just because someplace down the street offers them five or ten thousand more dollars a year we want it to be more than just a paycheck for them um, so 
through that, we we reduced the median age of the team by probably about, about 15 years or so. <laughs> At least. Um, mm-hmm. our, our, our group photo on our website, on our wonderful website, looks nothing like mm-hmm. what the industry demographic probably is and, and is moving away from. I invite you to check that out. Uh, yourself at okfin.com. Um, but most importantly, we, we wanted our workplace to be somewhere that's engaging and stimulating for our team members. Um, and fun. And, 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 and fun. they enjoy each other. We don't want it to just be work. We, we don't want them to take it home with them. But at the same time, while they're there, we don't want them to dread coming to work. We want them to be part of a shared goal of growing the firm. And we want to know that we celebrate that and that we'll reward them in that as well. It was, it's, it's, so prior to this team, again, what, what Porter brought to the firm that I didn't have was absolute, as he said, a total different perspective. And it's a younger generation perspective. And it's a, well, we need, you You should, just because you, and I believe that just because you've always done it that way doesn't mean that the, you should you should continue to do it that way. But he really brought a, 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 a different perspective that he could, that we could have engaging conversations about as business partners and not as mother and son. And um, so in that regard, prior to this team, we never did a team event other than our Christmas dinner. That was it. This team enjoys each other and they, they fit well together. And they, they dressed up for Halloween. And I was kind of like going, okay. And they, we had an ugly Christmas sweater day for Christmas. And I was like, okay. And the porter got with them and they started doing, they did box, uh, bowling. And we did a rumble boxing event with team members. And we did a Dodgers baseball game in a suite. And they brought all of their, you know, a, a plus ones and came in. And, and so they enjoy. And what I thought was really fascinating and really showed me that they really enjoyed being together is one of the team members had a Friendsgiving just for the team. And they all brought food. I didn't go, but they all brought food and they did karaoke. <laughs> and I just thought, okay, that tells me that they really enjoy not only working together, but each other. And that was absolutely just enlightening and just, it was just totally flipped me in terms of seeing what the team had been and what the team could be. That's incredible. Hey, talk a little bit about the feedback. What type of feedback have they given you? What ideas have they brought to the table to continue to build on the culture? Because I know you've got a really engaged group. They, <laughs> oh, Leah has more ideas than she can absolutely just put. I mean, she's always got an idea, you know, she's just she's and and so um, we've we want to come up with a process to uh, to celebrate when big things happen in the firm. Okay, so. you know, and that can be bringing in a new client. It can be, you know, you know, finally, uh, 
coming up with a solution to a problem. It can be anything that they deem to be celebratory. So they came up, they started going down that road. And so I agreed. And so we are going to put in a mirror ball in the bullpen area with strobe lights. And they have their own uh, music and they're going to be able to, when they want to celebrate something, we're going to turn off the lights and we're going to turn off the mirror ball and we're going to turn on the strobe lights and they're going to play their favorite song if they want to do. And we're going to have a little 30 second dance off and then we're going to go back to work. <laughs> I love it. So, so when I visit, can I, uh, can I turn the strobe lights on? You, if, if, if we're going to celebrate something, you have to bring something for us to celebrate. Yes. And then we can. Okay. <laughs> it's the disco ball. Yeah. Ho hopefully it doesn't result in a slip and fall for me, but you know, that's, <laughs> That's beside the point. Well, we got new carpet too. So we did, and we painted the office, and we gave them new desks. Got, they wanted new desks. new desks. It's yeah. pretty much been. Uh, I mm -hmm. I was I had some um, uh, a little bit of, of knowledge passed on to me, and I can't remember where it came from, but it, it basically said, you know, if you have good team members and they ask you for something, do it. Yeah. You know, if they ask you for something, do it. it it's what's the risk? The risk is you lose a team member if you don't do it and if you do do it okay well we we spent you know a little bit of money on some new stand-up desks yeah. um and it doesn't look like a traditional financial planning firm anymore because they're all nice and modern and stand-up desks and it's a little bit different workspace but they're they're much happier in that than our old wooden mahogany mm -hmm. desks wow. so um, it's not just the disco ball, you know, we, we mm -hmm. get a ton of feedback from them and, and we, we try to make sure that again, it's, it's a nice place for them to work and be part of a team. So you, again, let's go back 24 months and let's roll this forward, keep rolling it forward. So 24 months ago, lost some, lost a lot of experience within the business, kind of reset the vision for the organization, uh, started going out and hiring kind of the, the, the next talented group of folks to help you kind of drive the business forward. It sounds like they're happy, they're engaged. It's a collaborative culture, it seems like, given that you guys are, you want the feedback, you're open to the feedback, the team is engaged to provide that. So let's talk about business results. So if you've got a happy, engaged team, what does the past 24 months look like from a business perspective? Well, even though the market was down in 2022, I believe we opened in excess of 130 new uh, client accounts. I think we brought on somewhere around 82 new households and $86 million in new assets and virtually lost nobody. Uh, and, and, and honestly, I give the, all of that to the team members because anytime you have that much transition, I think that your clients, especially the clients that have been with the firm for 30 plus years are kind of going, what's going on over there? Are you guys going to survive? Is this going to be, what, 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 what happened? And so you have a bit of a concern because they'd so engaged with the other team members on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Um, but this team just reflects the firm so positively and so joyously that the clients have already just re-engaged with them. They love them. They love how they respond to them. And, uh, and that's just absolutely brought more dollars in the door. That's awesome. I think they get it. I think the team gets it. The biggest thing to me is in terms of how we've done is 
we can be very transparent with them. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not very many secret plans at Oklahoma Financial Center because we share the goals with them. They know exactly what our goals are in terms of revenue and growth in terms of assets and clients. Um, and they get it. They understand why we do what we do. Um, and, and we've gotten a lot of feedback that they are happy to hear that from a fiduciary standpoint, the way that we treat our clients. Um, and, it, and it allows them, I think, to really stand stand in front of us as a firm or behind us as a firm and say, hey, I'm, I'm happy to work here because we're doing it for the right reasons. Thank you. All right, last question. So what advice would you give to your peers out there a firm that has ambitious growth goals uh, that they're looking to drive within the organization and find themselves in the need of kind of building or structuring the team for that next phase of growth. What advice would you provide? I would say I've always believed in this business that um, you find the right personality and the right person and you can teach them the skills of the business. So don't get hung up on the fact that they have no industry experience. Um, You know, there are three that are that we brought on that had no industry experience whatsoever. One came from a doctor's office, one came from an HR payroll perspective, and one came uh, and has an art degree and um, and personal trainer. So. I think that you really need to be open to whether or not um, they fit what you want your team to look like and whether or not they will fit into the culture of the team as well. Um, and then and then feed them the information and let them soar. Porter, what would you add to that? If you, if you want to grow, you can't do the same thing always. You can't always be a portfolio manager if you're an advisor. You're going to have to figure something else out if you want to scale. You know, that it's cliched, but you, you can't get to somewhere new by doing the same things you've always done. So you're gonna have to make some changes in the back end as well, get more efficient. Porter, Karen, thank you so much for joining us today on the latest episode of Blue Spring Out Loud. And uh, we wish you much success and uh, uh, thank you for sharing. Absolutely, thanks, thanks for the invite.